Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. There is a Bible story that is instructive to today's discussion. It's the story of Daniel, a nobleman from Jerusalem, who is taken captive into Babylon. He is told it is against the law to pray to God. The sentence is to be thrown into the lion's den. Being the faithful Jew he is, one day he is seen praying facing Jerusalem. He is taken to the king and is sentenced to be thrown into the lion's den. The next day the king sees that Daniel is still alive and well in the lion's den. Daniel explains to the king's angels have kept the mouths of the lion shut. Daniel is released. As we continue our Lessons Learned series, 30 Lessons I Learned Before Turning 30 by Bree Pugh, our next insight from the article is overcoming fear. We do not need to throw ourselves into a lion's den to overcome fear, but there are many situations in our life where we need to overcome fear so that we can grow. There's a quote by Judy Bloom, American author, about fear. Each of us must confront our own fears, must come face to face with them. How we handle our fears will determine where we will go with the rest of our lives, to experience adventure or to be limited by the fear of it. Daniel's authenticity was he was a man of God. He needed to pray just as he needed water and oxygen. But the king and his authorities didn't want him to pray, so he disobeyed and he confronted the fear. In unity, we do what we call metaphysical Bible interpretation. And this helps us get a greater understanding of the consciousness behind a story. So let's do a quick metaphysical Bible interpretation of this story. The king in the story represents ego. And in the story, Daniel is praying facing Jerusalem. Praying facing Jerusalem, Jerusalem signifies peace and as we pray, we are accelerating our mind action, in this case, towards peace. And he's thrown into the lion's den. This represents all the wild thoughts that enter our mind. And when we call on God within, the angel appears, keeping our focus on what is our highest good. 
The animal thoughts in our mind bring us no peace and only fear. So a quick down and dirty interpretation, then, is through our prayer, which is accelerated mind action, we overcome our fear, our ego, and our wild thoughts with peace. As with the quote from Judy Bloom, Daniel faced his fear and overcame it by his prayer life. This is instructive for the New Thought student. Prayer takes us from ego, edging God out, to a higher consciousness. When we access our higher consciousness, fear goes away. Now on to the six lessons that Brie Pugh suggests in her article regarding fear. Lesson one, only love is real. As said before in previous episodes of this podcast, God is love. God is the only thing that is real. Love is the only thing that is real. When we pray, we are turning to love. We are connecting to that power within us that overcomes fear. Any feelings of fear is ego trying to protect you. Think about all the gains you made in your life. I bet you took a risk for your spiritual growth. For me, it was coming out as a gay man. When I came out, I could have been rejected by my family, as many gay men have been rejected by friends and family. In fact, one of my friends did reject me. The point is, for us to grow and grow in love, we need to take some risks to explore our own authenticity. I can tell you, working with many in the gay community, some are still stuck in the closet, and part of their authenticity is not fully realized because they are hiding. Our work in the world is to be fully realized, being our authentic self. Many groups that are oppressed are not fully realized because they have to hide their true authenticity as protection. And it's just not in the gay population. Lesson two, fear lives in the future. My Meaningful Conversations group disagreed with this when we had our discussion about it. Fear does not live in the future, but it also lives in the past and present. Many yogis say if you stay present, then you can avoid fear. However, many of us have had past trauma bad events that we cannot shake. I think of those folks who are impacted by war or gun violence or sexual abuse, to name a few of the traumas we have had in this world. Many cannot shake the past, and this trauma comes into the present. All to say, overcoming fear, we need to know where it starts and where it could end. To think and worry about fear worry about the future leads to fear. What we can do to overcome this fear is to pray. When we pray and do our spiritual practice, we can overcome fear. Obviously, psychotherapy and other treatments may be needed. Lesson three, fear is your only limitation. If you want to express your true life, then at some point you'll need to take a risk. Often, our greatest growth is stepping forward in the unknown. 
That can instill fear. Who wants to take a risk? It's scary. I will say I am risk adverse myself. But as Daniel going into the lion's den tells us, there is no risk if you're being your authentic self. The only thing that can stop you is fear. So maybe how we work with it is to take a small risk at first, build up your tolerance to take bigger risks, and see where it leads. Often failure leads to great lessons. And I have found the same lessons come around again for us to learn again. My Unity Pride Ministry working with gay men is a perfect example of how something was birthed from a previous failure. The other major fear is the fear of judgment. People judging you for what you are doing. Again, this is your authenticity at stake. Be authentic to yourself. Step into your authenticity. Can be scary. But here is the thing. It is you. Lesson four, make fear an ally. Fear can serve as a fuel to your dreams. Fear can challenge your limitations. Identify and become aware of what you are in fear of. If you know the source, you can take appropriate action to mitigate the fear. You can acknowledge and admit your fear. Doing this psychologically may empower you to face what is in front of you. Think about your fear rationally. For example, you may be afraid of flying in an airplane. Maybe you can say to yourself, there have been many millions of plane trips where the plane has taken off and landed safely. And this pilot has many flight hours. Assuring yourself by thinking rationally and not panicking, can put you at ease. Ask for support from family and friends can also help alleviate the fear. Lesson 5. The things we fear the most, we need to grow the most. A lot of our fears are are opportunities to grow. By taking the opportunity to grow and facing your fear, you will gain new skills and talents that you may not have known you had. For example, many have a fear of public speaking. The only way to overcome it is by doing it. As you continue to explore doing public speaking, there's an art to it. There are various activities you do as a public speaker that require skill, such as how you deliver the speech, what you say, and when you say it. All this happens when you challenge yourself and do the thing you fear. Lesson 6. For every problem, there's a solution. One of our great fears and things that occupy our minds are problems we may be facing. We can paralyze ourselves with fear or we can trust we have the divine ideas that will come to solve the problem. I remember one time I was to teach a four-day workshop. And throughout the preparatory process, I could not figure out an outline. It came to the day of the first day of the workshop and still no outline. I walked into the room and said, let's start meditation. And after that, I filled the day with what I needed to teach. And then I filled the week 
I did not see the solution in front of me, but the solution found me. Sometimes we need to trust that the solution will be found even when it does not seem to be there. So we remember, we confront our fears with taking some risk. As we confront them, our own authenticity will show up. And we have a chance for more spiritual growth as we confront these fears. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Meaningful Spirituality Conversations Group. We meet every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern U.S. time on Zoom. You can learn more about us on our website, westchesterspirituality.org. To contact us, please use our email at unityofwestchester at gmail.com. To donate through Zelle or PayPal, you can also use our email, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. Have a blessed day.